Welcome to the 2-3 Podcast. I'm Cam. That's Zach. Coming at you with episode two. Cam, do you know what today is? Zach, my friends, I absolutely do know what today is. Today is the start, well, I guess the unofficial start of this. Do we say unofficial start? Like, is that a thing or can we call this like just the start of the season? I think it's unofficial because it's this exhibition game, but... It's also the start, the first time we see the boys in action. So, you know, it's a little fuzzy, but I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> I think I, I, I want to say it's just the start of the season. Let's just say that. It is the start of the season, Zach. The start of the 2021-2022 Syracuse Orange men's basketball season. Future champs. I love it. This is a fun team to look at, Zach. It is. It is. I'm, I'm super excited to see the boys in action. And we get to see the pace get set against Pace University tonight at 7 p.m. That was really cute. That was really, really know, cute what you know, just did. I know. It I love that. Pace That's good. No, it's going to be fun. Um, we've been to these ex- exhibitions before, Zach, and it's it's a cool little environment because it's pretty laid back, um, and it's not as, like, on the edge of your seat as watching, like, let's say, I don't know, Cuse against Virginia when you're up in the rafters and you're like, hey, why isn't anybody scoring right now? That was an awful game to watch, Zach. That was horrible. I want to say that, that was probably our last... Was that our last Syracuse game that we went to? It might have been. I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. But, you know, it's just it's it's a much more laid-back environment. Uh, obviously, the orange-white scrimmage went on earlier. But it's going to be cool because there are a lot of people that we are really excited to see, Zach, kind of, you know, ball out, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm super excited to see what our newcomers can do of Cole Swider, Jimmy Beheim, Benny Williams, Jesse, Samir, Frank. That's a good list. It is a good list. And I'm excited to see what they can do. So obviously the pace is being set at 7 p.m. You can watch the game on ACC Network Extra, I believe is what it is. Yes. Uh, basically, if you have like a uh, watch ESPN or an ESPN account, um, you can usually get the game through there. So try and check it. Try and see your, your local listings, as they always say. I guess it's not really local listings. It's more or less like just look at your ESPN and see if you can get it. That's that's really it. So it seems like, Zach, the starting rotation that is kind of being thrown around um, is going to be Joseph Girard, Buddy Beheim, Cole Swider, Jimmy Beheim. And Jesse Edwards, you kind of look at those five, Zach, and like who kind of jumps out to you the most right now? I'm excited, obviously, for Buddy number one. This is his team. He is hot. He is on fire. He's ready to take this year by storm. So obviously, <laughs> I'm excited for our guy, our main man, Buddy Bayheim. But beyond that, I'm super excited to see what we can get from Cole Swider and Jimmy Bayheim. Yeah, I'm totally with you. Um, we, to be completely frank, we have not seen Cole Swider play. Zach and I have not seen Cole Swider play before. Um, and this is one of the reasons why these exhibition games are so important because you get to see like what these players are kind of made out of. And I'm really excited to see what kind of um, play style Cole has. I've seen a couple of sort of highlight tapes of him. He's a big dude. He's, what did we say, Zach? He's 6'10". He's 6'10". Like he's 6'10 and he has shooting potential. Like that's like the perfect basketball player. It's 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 amazing. Um, so I'm excited to see what he, he's listed as six nine, but he's six ten. 
Okay, that's, you know, it's close enough. That's close enough. In my book, being 5'7", Zach, that's close enough, all right? They're just tall. But no, I mean, he has shooting potential and he's such a big guy. Um, I'm I'm really excited to see how much playing time he gets. And we'll kind of get like down the road, we'll, we'll get to um, who could be potentially coming in for him, which would probably be, um, you know, Benny Williams most likely. But um, Jimmy Bayheim. Zach, it's going to be you know, kind of interesting to see uh, what kind of Jimmy we get. It seems like all signs are pointing to possibly like the the Cornell Jimmy, the 2019 averaging almost 17 a game Jimmy. I mean, we saw it like in the orange-white scrimmage. He dropped, what, 20, 21 or something like that. That's a really good way to start your, your orange career, Zach. It is, and he does have the potential to be that guy, to be that guy that gets 16, 17. Hey, maybe it'll be more. He has that veteran past. He's been on a team for four years now, so he could be he could be great. Are you, I guess, surprised to see Jimmy in that starting role as opposed to like Benny? I wouldn't say surprised. Obviously, I haven't seen Benny play. Obviously, there's a lot of hype with him too, being a five-star recruit. I haven't seen the practices. Our guy Jim Beheim has, so I think he's going to make the decision there. And based on his media day presser which he just had a few days ago the way he talked about benny makes me really think that jimmy has that that starting spot for sure i totally agree with you um it it seemed like sort of the reports kind of going back and forth that um it was going to be benny that could potentially get the starting role and then it kind of went back to jimmy and i think it's kind of wise zach to to not really start the i get i I don't want to say it's 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 wise to not start the freshman I think it's more or less wise to start the guy who has the more um, has more experience, you know, in that in that role of just kind of like leading. And obviously, this is Buddy's team, but still, it's it, you know, he's coming in as a grad student. He has a whole bunch of experience on his back, and I think that that's probably a little bit more wise than say, you know, you kind of put the freshman out there and see what he can do. Obviously, Benny's going to get a ton of minutes, and he is a tremendous player from what we've heard. But um, I don't know. I, I think it's just the 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 wise route to go down with with Jimmy. I mean, I've I personally have seen him play Zach, and he is a baller. He's gonna be. You're gonna be surprised. You're gonna love what you are seeing if he's firing all, on all cylinders. And I think that the thing that I love most about Jimmy being in this role is that he doesn't necessarily need to be that leader. He doesn't necessarily need to be that guy because. He has so much firepower behind him. He doesn't need to be the guy that's dropping 17 a game. It would help, but he doesn't need to be. So that's what I'm really excited for, Zach. Hey, I believe you. If you saw it, I'll believe you. And it's another thing I wanted to touch on on Benny is that Q's fans have kind of got caught in this, I don't even want to say curse, but just dilemma ever since Carmel Anthony Grace's presence at Syracuse, that one <laughs> great year, 2003. And now yes. every person that's five-star recruit or potentially a high recruit is now has to be the next Carmel Anthony. And as much as I'd love to see that, Jim said this in his media day presser, there is one Carmel Anthony and then there's everyone else. Sad as that is, it's true. So I think we need to keep that in mind when we think about Benny and everyone else that we recruit. Well, I think it's like, it's, it's kind of funny because every team... That comes into this year, you know, Jim will, Jim does the good thing where he kind of hypes up like a, a new squad that's, you know, 
about to step on the floor or whatever. And um, going into the year, some reporter asks, how is this team compared to like years past? And then the conversation always becomes, how does the team compare to that 2003 team? And it's like, it's almost like a curse where it's like, stop comparing the teams to the 2003 teams and stop comparing players to the greatness of Carmelo Anthony. Like these players are are different. Let them be themselves. Let them, Benny Williams is a five-star recruit. He has so much talent coming into this year from what we, from what we've heard. Um, and I totally agree with you, Zach. Like, oh, just, just, I don't want to say let it go, but like, let it go. Just, just, <laughs> like, just let him ball. Let him ball. Let him ball. Let him ball. Like, let him be himself. Let him like, let him live his own life. And and I think that comparing the players is just, it's not a good, not a good idea. It's not a good idea in any sort of sport, but especially like college basketball where these players can develop into absolutely anything. It could be that Benny becomes a bust. I hope he doesn't, but it could be. Um, it's just, it's so dangerous, Zach. And I totally agree with you. I mean, at the same time, Benny could develop this year into a starting role and be one of our main guys. It's possible, but it could go either way. But it sounds like he's going to be getting great minutes, but he's going to be learning. He's a freshman. He's still learning. And I think right now at this given time, sophomore season is going to be the takeover season for Benny. I look at this starting five, Zach. I think that the two names that kind of stick out to me are Gerard and Jesse. And I say Gerard because this could be a comeback year for him, or at least it, it needs to be almost, because we need to see that that Gerard of old. And it seems like, it seems like, I saw a headline the other day that said, Joseph Gerard has his swagger back. And Zach, that's huge. That is absolutely huge for this kid because we saw him time and time and time again over the past maybe two seasons where it looked like he just he lost confidence almost in his in his ability to shoot. And that's so dangerous for a shooter like Gerard. Yeah, definitely. And I think the the, the crowd plays a huge role in his swagger. Something about obviously the, the dome is unmatched on any scene in college basketball or even pro basketball, if we're being honest. So I think the, the, the crowd being back is really going to help him. Something about the, the crowd really helps feed his swagger, I feel like. Zach, how many times have we heard... I mean, I will be as guilty of this as anybody. Getting on Gerard, especially with his shot selection, it, 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 it's, a, it's a problem. I think that it was absolutely a problem, especially last year, um, where he was taking shots that he probably wasn't confident in. He was like forcing too many things to... He was trying to force too many things to happen. And I think if you have like the crowd kind of on your back and you're able to kind of like, like I said, get your swagger back and get your confidence back and have the like intelligence, I guess, to to not take a, a silly shot. I think that that's huge because obviously with players like Gerard, you know, confidence is everything. Shooters are going to shoot. But if you go into a game not really knowing, you know, I guess making making silly decisions it's going to, the, the the conference ACC is going to eat you alive if you're not able to knock anything down. So I guess that for, for him, I guess that this is just huge. You know, it's a, it's a time for redemption. It's a time to show everybody, Hey, I can be that player that I was back in high school. I, I still don't think that it's a healthy mentality to have that he, 
you know, trying to compare him to his high school self. Those are two completely different things. But yeah, Zach, that's kind of one player that, that sticks out to me. And then the other one is obviously Jesse. Like, how many minutes are we going to get out of him? And, you know, what are we going to see? Are we going to see Jesse? Are we going to see Frank? And it seemed like a lot of the reports were kind of mixing between the two, Zach. Is like, are we going to see Jesse at the starting role or are we going to see Frank? Like, who, who knows going into this year? Yeah, it's been kind of back and forth. And with that, there was news also in Jim's media day presser that Brahma was hurt. He's still suffering with that knee injury that he had two surgeries on a year ago. So that is bad news for Brahma, a bad news for a center position. If he's not able to go, which just the fact that he's in this position right now at all is bad news. And it's seeming like Brahma returning to be himself is not very likely. Maybe. He'll still have some minutes here and be healthy enough, but that's not the Brahma we wanted to see. We wanted to see a fully healthy Brahma, and I don't know if we're going to see that. Well, one interesting thing that I I heard from the presser was that he kind of, I don't want to say he downplayed the injury, but he just kind of glanced over it. He he didn't really mention it too much. He just kind of said that he's been out of a couple practices and that he was still battling that knee injury. But like you said, it, it worries you because he's been battling this for so long, and it's like, when is he going to be able to shed this demon that, like, he, he? it's been so long since we've seen a fully healthy Barama. And you and I both know that when he's firing on all cylinders, he's such a dangerous player and he's so useful in that zone. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, his veteran leadership that he has is also huge. And I think, regardless of anything, he'll be able to bring that leadership from the bench, if that's what it comes down to. He'll be able to guide Jesse and Frank in their task of anchoring that zone that we need. Right. No, I, I, I get you, but it's just, I feel really bad for him. I really do. And I really hope that this is more or less just kind of like a flare up. It's not really going to be like a, a sign of what's to come, but given his history, Zach, it, it's, it just doesn't look good. And I don't mean to speculate, but it, it, I mean, even the fact that he's mentioned in like, he's been missing practice. It's just not good. It's not good at all. Yeah, it puts a giant question mark next to his name, which is a sad thing. Only time will tell, so we'll see. But with that said, that that does leave us with two centers currently, which is Jesse and Frank, which Frank has been getting a lot of headlines and stories written about him recently. He's uh, seen some great growth over the summer, and people are saying that he's looking great. So that's exciting. And obviously, Jesse, we've already talked about this a little bit, but he's looking great too. Gained 15 pounds over the summer. And he's looking to anchor the zone as well. What do you think that Jesse needs to do in order to kind of be successful um, on this team? It all comes down to being the anchor of the zone, which I've mentioned several times. Defense comes first for Jim Beheim and anyone on the team. If he's anchoring the zone, if he's using his length, blocking shots, getting people out of the paint, then I think that's what truly matters. Getting boards. Obviously, the zone makes people shoot threes, so people shoot threes, and they just bounce out and bounce out and bounce out so we need some rebounds so if jesse can do that and obviously play defense as well i think that's the most important thing for him to do well it's almost like the the past couple years obviously we've had marek at the five and you and i've talked about this so many times marek love you we love you so much q's nation will always love you true but the problem was was that he just he wasn't big enough and what we saw was us getting beat on the board several times. And as great as Marek was at putting his body on the line, 
and taking one for the team. He was not big enough and strong enough to be able to kind of control that down low area that's so huge against some of these teams like Florida State, like Virginia Tech, like Duke, um, like UNC, whatever. Um, These big, physical, tough teams. He wasn't able to kind of control his own underneath, and that's what we need. And I agree with you. I think that Jesse has the potential to be something great in the zone, and I think that he has the potential to be... um, able to control as much as he wants to. But all of that being said, it seems like, Zach, that Frank is getting, like you said, a lot of positive coverage because it seems like he's been doing quite a bit of work in the offseason. And everything that we've seen with him has been tremendously positive. He's going from a guy who only played how many minutes last year? 26 minutes last year to a guy that could potentially be getting a larger role seemingly out of nowhere too yeah it kind of came out of the dark with this one obviously we knew about frank but not until recently after the white and orange scrimmage did we really hear frank being played around and obviously with the information that brahma is questionable now i think there's potential and it definitely seems like there's going to be a battle for that center spot between jesse and frank and maybe brahma there's definitely some something going on there I want to look at the guard position real quick because the name that kind of, I guess the third name in there on the bench that could potentially get minutes is Samir Torrance, the Syracuse native. And it seems like he's going to be a little bit limited this year. And I guess it's more or less kind of dependent on how obviously Joe plays and and if, if Buddy's able to knock down his shots, which we all know he can. I don't know about you, but I just don't really see him having too much of a role, but I feel like he could potentially be a decent player down the line as more or less like kind of that six-man mentality where it's like, hey, we need you off the bench. Can you go fill in right now? Right, yeah, and this is something we'll learn as, you know, starting today in the exhibition game, kind of the, the, the holes we need filled and if Samir can do that. We'll see what happens down the stretch. Who needs help? Is JG3 not playing well? Is something happening? And can Samir fill that gap? So with that all being said, Coach Beheim himself said that all these guys, all of them, Benny, Frank, Samir, um, hopefully, I, I, I don't think that Barama will play. We have not, it's important to say we have not seen anything that will say otherwise that Barama will not play, but from what was gathered from the, the news conference, it seems like Barama may not play because he hasn't been practicing, but... Anybody that can play will play. We don't know the minute breakdown. We don't know any of that. But this is why all these games are important, Zach, is because we get to see some of these guys play for the first time and some guys that could potentially have an impact later down the line when it really matters are going to get some court time right now, kind of shake off the rust, as it were. And especially for Jimmy, that's going to be huge because he hasn't played competitive ball since the 2019-2020 season at Cornell. You look at these new guys, right? You look at Cole, you look at Benny, Jimmy, Samir. I guess out of all four of those guys, who would you say is probably going to have the greatest impact this season? Obviously, that's a tough question. All these guys on this list have great potential. I think I might just switch this to kind of like who I'm most excited about. And obviously, I'm excited about all of them. I think they all will bring an impact to the team. But for some reason, I'm super intrigued by Cole Swider. The more I learn about his his worth ethic and just the size and what he was able to do at Villanova, really 
gets me excited, and I think he's going to be dog. I really think he's going to have a great impact on our team. You look at the four, and I think that the spotlight's probably on Jimmy the most. And it's going to be, he's probably going to be under, I don't want to say the most scrutiny, but he's going to be looked at the most. But I feel like this is an environment where Cole can really flourish. And what do I mean by that? I mean that he, we see his size. We're going to see his play style. And I think, again, like everything that we've read, it is going to benefit Cuse as much as possible. It's gonna it's gonna benefit the style of play, as it were. And you've got a guy who had experience at Villanova, didn't really get too much playing time, but you see an environment where he could potentially flourish in a system where he's going to probably get the starting position. He's probably gonna get some pretty good minutes. Um, you know, if he's able to kind of do everything. And I think that he's probably going to be one of the better wings on that zone because of his size, Zach. I mean, he's huge. He's six nine. Like he's he's massive. So I totally agree with you that Cole is probably going to be the one that may have the greatest impact as far as like benefiting the team on both ends of the ball. Now, if you want to talk about like who's probably gonna have the most spotlight, the most, you know, uh, people looking at him, it's definitely going to be Jimmy. Um, he's going to probably have, you know, everybody asking him, how does it feel to be playing with your brother? How does it feel to be playing with your dad? And then, you know, yada, yada, yada. The same question that he gets probably 600 times a day. So that being said, I do think that he is going to be beneficial to this team. But just, I don't know. I'm totally with you that Cole just seems like he he could flourish in this environment. I'm hyped. I think it's gonna be dope. We gotta give a little shout out to our guy Benny Williams too. He's gonna I think he's gonna share a little of that spotlight. People are super hyped that he's a five star recruit freshman. Obviously, like half the boomers are expecting him to be Carmel Anthony. But, <laughs> but nonetheless, he's a great player. We've kind of gone over this already. I'm just hyped. The season is starting. The boys are back. And I'm just happy. I don't know what else to say. You know what, Zach? You know what it's time to say, Zach? It's time to set the pace, all right? Syracuse and Pace later today, 7 p.m. from the Dome, ACC Extra if you can watch it. So follow our Twitter page for updates at the 2-3 Podcast. I'm Cam. That's Zach. Cuse basketball later today at Pace. Let's go, boys, and let's go orange. Let's go.